from a website called Autostraddle. There's a dating advice column here about you need help. Can I flirt with my crushes without being seen as predatory? This comes from Danny Janae, who writes in the story and says, with a question here that's being posed, dating is so complicated. I try to be bold and flirt and make it known that I'm interested, but I'm so scared I'm going to read things wrong or go too far and become the predatory lesbian. Now, I bring this story up because even though this young lady is a lesbian, okay, this applies to men as well. And this is where you think about a woman being possibly the dominant or, or you know, the, the dominant partner in a relationship or in a situation. So I think this story would actually work real here to go and talk about it. Now, here's what she goes along and says. If I decide I want to tell my crush straight up that I like them, I always overthink. I come up with so many reasons why it's not a good idea. And I'm young. I have time, but I want the young love. Like I see people getting to be carefree and do wild teenage stuff, and I want that. I have very few regrets, but I feel like if let these years go without doing anything, I'll know I'll regret it. Something to get really lonely. Now, she is from a West African country, she says. And she talks about how it's isolating. And sometimes even when I have experiences that come with people, it doesn't feel enough. And my friends try. They really do. And I love them for it. But they see things the same way I do. And I feel it in so many of our conversations where I say something and they don't quite understand. How do I find that line between flirting and overstepping? How do I get the confidence to do something about my crushes? I'm tired of pining. Now, when I read this story and I say to myself, okay, I know that I've had crushes in my time, many. I can think of a handful. And I didn't act on them. So I understand where she's coming from in that point. And the isolation, well, other than the small town up until I was 18 years old, and then I moved out and went to college. And, you know, I did try to ask girls out. And I failed miserably. Maybe I sometimes did get hooked up with a girl, but I shouldn't have been asking like I was. Like, I just did everything wrong. And I understand that now. But that's the other part, too, is that, you know, maybe she doesn't know everything that's going on in terms of trying to date. So she's just trying to figure things out. Plus, the other thing, too, is that she is lesbian. So there might have been a time where she probably had a bit of a transition from realizing, you know, that maybe she might have tried dating men. We don't know. Or that she never had an interest in men and that she it took some time for her to figure out that she was much more attracted to women she might have known something but you know with normal gender roles we might have, we've accustomed to you know i'm gonna imagine a west african country might be pretty uh old-fashioned when it comes to how men and women act so that might be another thing that goes into things as well it's not like she might be in a progressive area where you know anywhere else you could find men and women that are of different persuasions it doesn't make a difference but here's what this article says there's the answer back let's go ahead and go into it and i'll bring my comments into it as well i wish i had the power to free every lesbian but especially black lesbians from the fear of being seen as predatory when we are simply trying to flirt i think this trope has held so many lesbians back from making moves and finding love with someone they're interested in there's this belief that making any move on a woman can be perceived as creepy. And I think that comes with this belief that lesbians are aligned with straight men because we both pursue women. Well, I agree with on this point because as a woman, it's not going to come off as, as so much as creepy. It shouldn't be. If you're, unless you are a woman that really does try to 
showcase masculine traits. That where a woman who is a lesbian is much more of a butch than she is a lipstick. So the idea would be that, you know, in terms of appearance, in terms of, you know, mannerisms, the way to speak, appearance, dress, all that, you know, perception of a man. That's where the whole thing comes into. But if a woman is a woman, there should be able to be a connection no matter as a friend and then move forward and seeing if there might be any kind of attraction to go in. So I can understand that part. But yeah, as a woman or as a man, yeah, much different. The world of the lesbian person is so far removed from the world of the straight man. But I often hear young lesbians bemoan, not wanting to come off like men when they hit on women. Well, you're not. The truth is you should get the pass by a woman if you approach. That's it. I mean, it shouldn't be any other issue than that. If a young lesbian, a young black lesbian in a West African country wants to go and hit on a girl that they're interested in, well, shoot your shot. Because it's not creepy if you do it. And if you do it, I imagine you get a pass. A woman's going to give a pass to another woman as opposed to a man. I already know that part because the truth is, is that there's a lot of times that I have tried to date particular women. It could be black, Hispanic, white, whatever. And the truth is, I can't tell you many times where my preference of a girl is a little bit thicker. I like a girl who's not necessarily thin or skinny because I'm not a thin or skinny anyway. And so like some of the, most of the girls that I like, they usually are picked up by lesbians. I can't tell you many times. There've been a couple of times where I talked to a girl that was with somebody else. And listen, I did. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not denying it. There was one in particular. Remember I got her phone number cause she gave it to me and I tried to talk to her and then her, but I don't think she told me, no, she didn't tell me she had a girlfriend, but her lesbian girlfriend told her hey you keep talking to her you know da 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 so that's what i had to do with right there now in the story they say lesbians can't be toxic or predatory which that could just be you know <laughs> women and men are can be toxic or predatory it can go both ways but lesbian existence is not inherently those things so when you go to flirt with a woman keep in mind that the spirit of what you're trying to do is make a connection you're not going with the idea you're going to manipulate someone into having sex with you or falling in love with you Next thing is talk about is flirting in general. When you're interested in someone and want to date them, you're taking a risk by approaching them. As many friends and acquaintances have told me, the worst thing can happen is that the other person will say no. Of course, that's the other part you got to learn is that you are doing, you're, you're feeling like a man that you're approaching that woman. You might be feeling like you're approaching her like a man would. And so you have to understand what a man has to go through, which is rejection and plenty of it. So, you have to shoot your shot and swing and miss. You have to strike out many times. And that's where she's right about this as well. People can react poorly when hit on by someone who has perceived them as queer in some way, but it doesn't always happen. You get turned down. It sucks, but it won't end you. If you are sure you were flirting with another queer person and they turn you down, it also sucks, but it's not something you can't recover from. It's re correct. It's just what a, what a man goes through as well. You get rejected. You get turned down. You bounce back up, you try again or with another girl. That's it. Because the bottom line is, I'll say I can talk about this because we're both interested in the same thing. We're both interested in women, period. And for me, I'm also interested in young women. So there's that. Now, she also goes on and talks about the young love experience, but you're stuck talking yourself out of approaching crushes. 
A thing I want you to think about is how accurate of an assessment you have on the situation. Before you talk yourself out of it, think about how this person talks to you, how they respond to you. If they've even done anything that would constitute flirting, have they asked you out for coffee, anything like that? And that you might have missed flirting cues and don't really catch the other person's interested until they are practically asking you to be their partner slash girlfriend. There's nothing wrong with being a little reassurance that the other person is into you before you make a move. So look at the situation objectively. If you can't tell or aren't getting signs from the other person they are into you, then that isn't the end of it. You can still make a move. They may still be in a similar mindset as you. Yeah. So it comes down to you got to be able to just gauge the person and realize, are they into you? You know, are they interested in you? That's what you got to ask yourself. And that's a pretty good way to grow by it. I like what they're saying right here. It's pretty solid advice. And men can also apply the same advice. That's where I'm going to leave it. Oh, actually, there was one more thing I was going to bring up. Inside Hook, they talk about 22 things to stop doing on dating apps. And one, of course, the lovely Kaylee Kibb brought up her tips here. Pandemic small talk. Don't do that. Hinge voice prompts. Don't do that. Trying to talk people into their breaking their pandemic safety boundaries. The 22 things you should not do on dating apps. Then there's pretending to be very over ambivalent about too good for dating apps. Asking for Snapchat before the phone number. Don't do it anymore. Exchanging numbers too early. Starting conversations with, hey, just the, the, no more of the generic highs. Starting conversation with one of the pre-conversation starters. Overusing someone's name. Selfies. Too many group pictures, having fewer than three photos, photos that aren't you, calling yourself an entrepreneur or an influencer or content creator, right? Lying about your age, listing very specific height, weight, body type requirements, really long biographies, making your profile about dogs or pets in general, messaging matches that you never met in real life because you actually happen to spot them out in the wild, recognize them from the app. Rapid fire, right swiping on every single prospective match and getting unduly upset about ghosting. Take all that into account and let me know what you think about it. Feel free to email me. Email is kingofpodcasts at yahoo.com. Don't judge me for the yahoo.com address. I just like using it and I'll talk to you next time.